There are no more undefeated teams as Seattle has knocked off the San Francisco 49ers in an epic Monday night football clash. Chaz and I have returned after a brief absence due to the curse of Tala Marine. And of course, Lamar Jackson's neck continues to be the most impressive thing of this NFL season. This is first down under. Play to win the game. Boof! I love that. Playoffs? Yeah, 58, I just hope we can win a game. You've got to always protect the McNuggets. Nice. I don't want to get the Oh, my goodness. Red and football. Wow. Welcome to First Down Under. I am Zach. The man opposite me is Charlie King. No donuts. Had nothing for you. I'm a little bit rusty. I've just, yeah. just come off the plane. I've been in ja- for a couple of weeks, so the podcast obviously took a hit for that. I appreciate yeah, we, we you do hanging apologize. out, uh, waiting for us. It, and the NFL landscape's changed a lot in the last two weeks, Chaz. It certainly has. Uh, I mean, we were looking at uh, some teams that we thought would never be defeated, like uh, the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. the San Francisco 49ers. Even the Saints looked completely unstoppable. Well, in two weeks, all those teams have suffered some pretty critical losses, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around it all. Mate, what do you make of Week 10? Uh, a wild and wacky week for week 10, and it's also in the books, which we haven't addressed. Sorry, I should... Oh, man. That's embarrassing. It is uh, in the books. We won't restart, but we... Yeah. It's, it's good to clarify from the gate that it is in the books. Uh, it is locked away. Uh, and yeah, an incredible slate of games. Um, yeah. Upset is the word I'd use to describe this week. Strong. Uh, but the structure of the playoff pitches, Zach, is incredibly unpredictable, and that's what we love. I don't think we've seen this kind of random scatteredness in quite some time in the playoff picture. And there are a lot of teams still in the hunt, both AFC and NFC, surprisingly. A hundred percent. And looking at the AFC, it looks so much weaker mm-hmm. than the NFC. I mean, you've got, I would say, the Ravens up top, Patriots just below them oh. for mine. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'll back that. And then even the Chiefs. They're suspect. You got some question marks. Houston has not run away with that division yet. No, they have not. And they're almost giving the Colts and Titans every bit of breathing room they need. And we had this chat last night when I was ironing my shirts. Shoot, do the Chiefs go back to Matt Moore? Well, Uh, questions have to be asked. I think questions have to be asked too. I mean, they go to Tennessee. We know the Titans and Ryan Tannehill pack a punch. And Mahomes couldn't get it done. Uh, So we'll get on that later. But Matt Moore, you know, that is a consideration which Andy Reid may have to deal with over the coming weeks if uh, the Chiefs continue to show, you know, signs that they can't make it. Well, I think Matt Moore galvanizes the troops. He does. Everyone steps up. Skip Bayless was right. He tweeted a couple of weeks ago. He said he gives them the vibe. And Mahomes just hasn't had that swagger. Well, Mahomes plays for you. You don't play harder because you're like, Mahomes will take care of it. Don't worry about it. And all of a sudden, you know, defense looks better with Matt Moore. I'm just telling you. they do. So that's interesting. The Steelers are in the playoff mix, which is just beyond comprehension. I think they were one and four a few weeks back, and I was watching them on Monday Night Football against the Dolphins. Incredible performance by uh, Mike Tomlin and what he's done with that team. This defense is playing incredible football. That Minka Fitzpatrick um, trade looks like a stroke yeah. of genius. The guy's a defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah. Something you'd see in my fantasy, that level of expertise. And I think, yeah, the AFC is whack. NFC is pretty strong. Uh, a massive game today, obviously, which we will get into. Uh, and just kind of a little bit of chink in the armor for the 49ers. Uh, yep. Uh, can't use that, mate. Uh, very good. Let's get to that game that you were talking about. It was Monday Night Football, and it was 49ers, Seahawks. 
corner. Third down and eight. Over the middle to Ruffalo to board, and he's in. And he is taken. Ball is out, and Clowney's got it, and Seattle's on the board. Just like that, things can change so quickly. Off of this on second and seven, and they get to him, and they do so by bringing Williams, and then the ball comes out. And picking it up is Buckner, and we've got a San Francisco touchdown to Forrest Buckner. Great football awareness for that left side of defensive line. Here comes pressure. Wilson escapes. Here goes Russ past midfield inside the 40, and he makes magic again. And Seattle has done it in a classic. And San Francisco suffers their first loss. Russell Wilson put on that cape again. Uh, unbelievable finish. Some huge defensive plays, which, uh, well, you'd expect nothing less from these two great teams. Seattle, obviously, this year their D hasn't been as strong as previous years, but, you know, they're hanging in there. Uh, the San Francisco defense also scoring. It, it was everything you want in a Monday yeah. night football game, and it was the one of the most least productive, one of the most least productive Tuesdays I think either of us have had all year. Yeah, uh, I had one of the partners watching me a fair bit, but I had KO down to the lowest brightness pass. Nice, and really got a lot of the last quarter. It was great to see going back and forth. The 49ers you know, got out hot. I was, I think, it was a ten zero lead, almost insurmountable for some. But the Seahawks had that massive touchdown with Clowney leading into halftime. And then it was a kind of back-and-forth game. Uh, we actually got renowned Fox analyst Troy Aikman to give us a bit of a recap on this game. Have we got him? Can we dial him in? We can dial him in. Oh, so brilliant. We'll call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, uh, let's give him a quick buzz. Hello, this is Troy Aikman, three-time Super Bowl champ. Uh, Troy, it's uh, Zach Miller from uh, First Down Under, mate. Oh, a pleasure to have you on the show. Just had a couple of quick questions about Monday Night Football. Seattle, San Francisco, what did you make of it? Uh, you know, it was a strong defensive showing for both teams. The 49ers, you know, although Wilson had 232 yards in the context of uh, this season, that's a pretty good performance by them. The, the lead back, Carson, still had 90 yards rushing, but their leading receiver in, uh, in Metcalf only had 70 yards. They had the key interception overtime, which I thought iced the game, Joe, but the 49ers end up missing the 47-yard field goal. It's back and forth, back and forth. And Wilson pulls off a, a, a great run on third down to set up the game-winning field goal. And three points proved to be the difference. Troy, absolute jubilation on the Seattle sidelines after that win. What do you think Pete Carroll makes of his team's big victory? Oh, I think he'll be really excited, Zach. I think he'll be really happy to get a, a division win, to bring this team to Levi Stadium. He'll be chewing his face off tonight. And I think uh, they are going to need some more gum on that sideline. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Troy, for, uh, for buzzing in. Yeah, no problem. Troy Eggman, three-time Super Bowl champion there uh, oh, from the Fox News coverage, uh, Fo mm. Fox, uh, Fox Sports. They do a great job there, Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. Him, and, him and Joe Buck. Uh, we'll have to get Joe on the, on the show next week. Do uh, Packers Giants every second week at Lambeau. They're big fan of their work. <laughs> uh, big takeaways from this game, Chaz, is obviously uh, maybe the best rivalry of the decade. Uh, mm -hmm. It felt like that at the start. It's coming back into it now. And either one of these teams could be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, and you'd yes. be stoked about it. Completely agree. Completely agree with both. And I think that what we can take away from this game is that the Niners should not feel discouraged at all. They played a hell of a game, took it to overtime, and they had two chances in overtime. 
to get to get to get the game-winning field goal because the Seahawks started OT with that massive drive. They pick him off. They can't get it, you know, on a fourth down conversion or third down conversion twice. Seahawks take it down the field and win the game. But I think the 49ers played a hell of a game. They did keep Russ to 232, as Troy stated. And, you know, that's in the context of his season, that's a pretty good effort. So I think this was a, this was a cracking performance. It does open up that NFC buy uh, opportunity for the Packers and Saints for sure. Um, and I think that the Seahawks have a slightly easier run than the Niners home. Yep. But, uh, yeah, a really intriguing game. And one of the, probably the best we've seen all year. Well, I think the difference between these two quarterbacks was Russell Wilson's ability to run in the end. And that's what got them the win in overtime was that scramble for 20-odd yards that got them in field goal range and bang, they're away. That was pretty much it. Um, Obviously, I think Jimmy played a great game. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a pick and it wasn't ideal and he's not Russell Wilson. But for the first time, he's kind of played from behind and Mm -hmm. really rallied his team to get back into it. Obviously, defense was a huge part as well. That defensive touchdown. Uh, strip sack recovery and return for the, for the, for the yeah, six. Yeah, I, I think we can was, finally was believe big. in Jimmy J. I mean, there was a few um, performances. Everyone was like, you know, this guy's a real deal, and he played some cream puff teams. But this was a statement game for Jimmy J. To, yeah. Even even in the loss, to stand up and carry this team the way he did says a lot about how he'll go in the playoffs. I think it was pretty much a playoff atmosphere. And we're not saying he's a top ten quarterback, but no. you feel confident enough in his ability yes. to lead this team in a, in a tight game. And as you said, they had their chances, but. They'll be looking forward to next week. And what have they got? They're at Arizona next oh, week. Nice. That's a bit of a bounce back. And then a massive game against the Packers in two weeks, which will uh, wow. be a massive shape of the playoff picture. But it was, uh, it was a cracking game for Monday night. Surprisingly, a good game on Monday night football. Not used to seeing that. Yeah, big good one for Booger and Joe. That would yeah. have been absolutely jizz in their pants, mate. Yeah. Let's move on to what was uh, confirmed, what we learned, and what absolutely shocked us. And I'll let you have the floor. Sure. So well, I think what was confirmed is it, it was a close game, but the Buffalo Bills will not be a threat in this year's playoffs. Yeah. I think we can officially state that with confidence. Cleveland, obviously a must-win game at home for them. Previously losing to the Denver Broncos uh, and, you know, and, uh, you know, they, they came home with, it, with a serious resolve to keep their playoff hopes alive. And astonishingly, not many penalties and did not turn the ball over in the red zone, having a massive touchdown to Rashad Higgins with, I think, a minute 20 to go. And it was a statement win by Cleveland. The Bills don't show you anything at all, which says they're going to be a threat in January. Josh Allen had a pretty good game, but, uh, you know, they, they, they had... They didn't have, to, you know, the, for the Bills is obviously a much bigger game for for the Browns at now at three and six, but uh, yeah, I think we can write off the Bills. Yeah, I'm not scared of the Bills uh, if I'm any other team in the AFC at all. At all, um, because yeah. really, who have they beaten? Um, they've beaten exactly. Yeah, I mean, and now I couldn't tell just because I don't know, but I thought I'd just throw that out there because a lot of people like to yeah. do that, but. Uh, as you said, a statement win by the Browns. Maybe they still had a lot of issues in the red zone, though, in terms of they didn't turn it over. Great. But they had 12 players inside Buffalo's three-yard line and were not able to score a touchdown. They only scored three points off points of those Points to note, plays. Baker Mayfield did not shave pre or post. He rocked the same thing. Wow. So I don't know if that's, that, that's I don't how know you know they've had a great in. game. Yeah. If if, Cleve, if if the quarterback has changed his facial hair at all during the game, you know you're in trouble. Everything about the Browns is hilarious. You saw his post game and the 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 back sponsorship board is the Cleveland Browns and and like, I think it was a drug mall or a drugstore. Wow. And Baker Mayfield's got Looks this like, like Baker Mayfield's got this beanie on like a Bob Marley t-shirt. It's just a fucking shit show. Uh, the Browns 
mathematically can still make the playoffs. Wow. Uh, if they win out. Freddie Kitchens at the helm, that is definitely not going to happen. So that's all sorted on Does that Does Freddie point. Kitchens um, survive this <clears throat> season? Absolutely and, not. Uh, um, to the end of the season, though. He will survive the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think we're too, we're, we're too in deep now. It's week, it's week 11. They're a very, very disappointed fan base for very good reason, but... Uh, you know, the, the hometown announcers still have the faith, and they were celebrating this win like it was an absolute Super Bowl victory. And out come the Browns with Higgins going out wide to the right. Three in a triangle to the left. In the backfield, Nick Chubb on the right hip of Mayfield from the Buffalo 7. On second down, he's back. He settles, he settles, he's throwing. End zone, touchdown! It's Rashard Higgins! Welcome back! Rashard Higgins with a minute 44 left to go. Higgins was wide open in the back edge of the corner of the end zone on the right side and Mayfield floated it right in there. Wow, well we've all missed Rashard Higgins. It is great to have him back. A top five receiver without doubt and to have him back for the Browns meant everything. Top five five receiver on the Browns? I I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Well, the way OBJ's playing, it's not out. So that's, <laughs> that's great. But, uh, yeah, the Browns, they host the Steelers on uh, Thursday Night Football this week. So that'll be interesting to see. That's a huge, a huge Thursday game. Night game. Because, yeah. obviously, if the Browns lose that, they're done. Three and seven just ain't going to cut it. For the Steelers, they get that win, and it just feels like nothing can stop they're them. six and four. Un- six and four. Six and four. The get, Steelers get that dub get with Mace Unbelievable. the Show. It makes you wonder what would this team look like with Ben Roethlisberger there the whole I reckon season. Be six and four. I reckon they'd be roughly the same. About the same. Yeah. Yeah. Big Ben will have Big Ben will have his shit games. Yeah, he will. Didn't look too sharp against the Patriots week one. No. But uh, let's move on. Very good. Number two is Sam Darnold may just be the best quarterback in the Meadowlands outside of that guy on the bench, Eli Manning. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Because obviously DJ uh, isn't doing much. Look at this stat line. 230 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, Safe to say no more mono for Sammy Boy. Leading an improbable comeback victory against the G-Men in the battle for the fourth pick in the draft. The lowly Giants. Yeah. It was incredible scenes at the Meadowlands. Uh, Jamal Adams was the real hero there for the Jets. This stat line is quite sickening. Give it to me. Eight tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, a touchdown, and a fourth down stop late in the fourth. Jesus Christ. By 86. Five receptions today. That's a season high for the rookie. As Jones has it taken away by Jamal Adams. And he is in for a Jets touchdown. He stripped the ball from Daniel Jones and scores. Oh, my goodness. Jamal Adams. It was a filthy play. If you he haven't seen it, say, have yourself a day. Yeah, <laughs> he was gearing up. He for was that. so close. One play. Jamal away. Adams, have yourself, yourself a, a day. day. We should compile the worst calls or the most cliche calls of NFL broadcasters. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just stole it out of Daniel Jones' hands, like you were playing backyard footy with your dad at age yeah. five. Little kid. It was filthy. Absolutely filthy. Great to see. Jamal Adams. Uh, tell you what, we're probably glad they didn't trade him, the Jets. Yeah, well, we're probably glad. It's probably devastated they picked him. But the thing is, uh, this guy with Lev Bell starting to really show some signs in the second half of the year 
this Jets team will be no pushover, I think. They're not yep. in the playoff picture, we know. Well, after the, um, after the game, Donald said we need every win from now on. So I yeah. don't think they've closed the, the door on their playoff aspirations. Or on Adam Gase. Maybe there's some sense of belief in this locker room. A that, bit of optimism. Yeah, they know what they're doing down there. On the Giants side, you know, Daniel Jones played pretty well. 300 yards, four touchdowns, a plus 120 passer rating. That's not getting it done against the Jets. Saquon Barkley, 0.1 yards per carry. <laughs> that is 2.75 inches per carry. Wow. Safe to that's... say that high ankle sprain is still an ish. You got to imagine that's. I mean, that's the worst game of this his career. Jets defense uh... we're talking about, right? This is this is not the 85 Bears that he's putting out these numbers. Interesting fact: the Giants' record since OBJ in the boat photo, 10 and 32. There's a stat by Wow. That's, uh, a, that's a very interesting. Yeah, that yeah. probably sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So I think the Giants are now 2-8 and eight, and the Jets are 2-8. Uh, I believe the Jets are 2-7. and seven. Oh, So there's sorry. still a little bit of hope there. Okay. Uh, certainly, they've, they've got to think that, uh, you know, if, if a couple of things break their way, they can knock off the I Patriots. can't remember the last time both teams have been this shit. Uh, the last four years? No. Nah. The G-Men have had some level of competency. Run me through that when they started 0-6. Oh, that's a sneeze because <laughs> I'm allergic to bullshit. No, uh, that's that's good. Um, no, but actually. But they have been a factor. Run me through um, the last time they were relevant. <laughs> you, just, you just said. 2011. They're 10, and, they're 10 and 32. 2011. Over the past like three years. But the G-Men have been strong. <laughs> <laughs> In division games. <laughs> no, they haven't. Oh, I don't know. Brilliant. Okay. That's four years. That's four years. That's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway. Very, very strong We're not going to talk too much about the G-Man and the Jets. My third one is Brian Hoy as a poor man's second string QB. Yeah. Can't argue yeah. with that. Yeah. That's that's and a fact. Brackets Miami actually give a fuck about this year. Well, how about that's Miami? That's even more astonishing. Well, they, they're, they're, they're bad at tanking because they've actually come they around. They can't even they're, tank. They look they're pretty, so shit. They look pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I would say they're not the worst team in the league. I'd say. I'm, oh, come on. Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, they, worst team in the league. I'd still put. They're making put, a case. Now, I, I don't underestimate Washington because I reckon they've got real credentials in this field. I think. Did you see yesterday, Dwayne Haskins starting. Yeah, they they got the win. They cannot be the worst team, but Dwayne Haskins is starting for the rest of the year. So they, I can't have them as the worst team. Dwayne's shown me um, a fair bit. We're not talking about Dwayne Wade here. It's Dwayne <laughs> Haskins, it's Dwight Howard. Uh, no, but I think I think Dwayne in this offense, I think he can start to put put together some nice performances. Did you like what he um, did on Sunday? Yeah. Did he play? No, he was on a bye. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting for you. The Colts. I mean, I'm worried about the Colts. We love Five the Colts. They're now. our team. They're the team of FDU. We, we said earlier in the year, the, the Colts were the team of FDU. Wow. The Bears were last year. So we really do adopt success. And uh, the first seven games of the year, seven turnovers for the Colts. The last two weeks, six turnovers. Ah, three Brian Hoyer is just Bri. butchering this team's chances. And uh, luckily, they're in the AFC South. We have a fighting chance as long as you're close to 500 for the majority of the year. Yeah, it's tough when you're down to your third string quarterback. You go from Andrew Luck to Jacoby, and you're like, "There's a bit of a drop off. We can make it happen." You go from Brian Hoyer, though. Jacoby to Brian Hoyer. Uh, that's that's a tough, tough feeling, and especially when uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is running all over you. The 36 you know year old lad. Yeah. Did he really rush for a, a TD? Yeah, he looked pretty schmick out there. He did. Um, 
But I think it's the nimble feet it's of the old man. That when you think about it, there actually aren't many good bald quarterbacks. Well, you've got me there, but uh, yeah. So that's what's. I was going to say there's not a lot of bald players, but there are usually on the yeah, defensive Matt, Matt side Bryant. of defensive side. Matt Bryant kicking for the Falcons. Yeah. Now, no one has confirmed or denied that Matt Bryant is Dan Quinn. Yeah, no, no. So we still need to, <laughs> still still, to figure that one out. The word's still out. But I, but in terms of bald quarterbacks, the last one was Matt Hasselbeck, really. I mean, he couldn't really give me a better example. I want to give you a better one, but I honestly... You probably can't. So. You know why? Because these quarterbacks earn so much money, they're probably just getting uh, hair Especially transplants. Martin. Anyway. Yeah. But the Colts, Zach, Shane Warren, can they make the big dance? And by that, I mean the wild card round. <laughs> Of course, the wildcard round of the AFC, <laughs> always referred to as uh, the big dance. <laughs> uh, absolutely. They could still win the division. I mean, I don't think Houston's hey, running away with anything just you, yet. And you've got Tannehill now to deal with. Well, we will get to Tannehill. And Foles is back for the Jags. The so comeback kid. There's a lot going on. Oh, what an absolute. Which takes you in my fourth point. Plethora of options. Tannehill may just take the Titans to the wildcard round. That's my, that's my, that's my, what was confirmed. And you know what, Chaz? I like that take. And uh, I got to say, Mariota, will he start for anyone next year? I don't think so. I think he's officially he a backup. Be, he and Cam Newton to be vying for the Bears starting job. Oh, yeah. I could, I, I could get around that QB battle. 100%. That'd be a rough one for the uh, Bears fans. Yeah. But uh, I'm still leaking from my flight home. But that was kind of my fourth point in Ryan Tannehill and like taking stranglehold. Taking stranglehold. I saw some nice plays and I saw a really nice fourth quarter performance that these Tennessee fans have not witnessed. They haven't witnessed a subpar quarterback play in a very long time. And, and I what? heard someone say it was like Brady came out in the field back in 04. <laughs> that they were seeing some accurate throws, no interceptions, and no fumbles. Well, he's had a lot of comeback victories now, right? He's had three on the year, and he's only started a handful of games. That's one behind Russell Wilson with four. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So he's certainly rivaling some of the best. And the Chiefs' D continue to play dog shit football. And we can't take him seriously as a Super Bowl team, no, and we no matter how well Mahomes is playing. Well, we should have seen this coming. Andy Reid, one and seven against Tennessee. In his career, coming into this game, it's the bug. Now it's one and eight. That's rough. He just knows, he doesn't some, want to. He doesn't want to face from the something about these tattoons that yeah, wanna, absolutely yeah. knock him for six. Obviously, it was the end of the game. If you missed it, that cost them that victory. Hurts on a missed kick, but blocked as well. Those Titans fans, they would have been up and about, just like that, Tony Romo then. They were frothing. Her. Tony Romo had a chub, and uh, surprising that they got Titans Chiefs, to be honest. But yeah, the, I don't know the, what the hell is going on with CBS this year, and, and the hysteria around Tony Romo. Have you seen any videos of Tony Romo on Facebook being like, watch Tony Romo call this play with the eye emoji? Have you have you seen any? That's a great call. You want to talk about regression? Yeah. Year two, year three regression? Tony Romo Tony in Romo. the booth. Yeah. Not not getting the not, not getting the buzz. Now I'm not watching every CBS game. I mean no. I'm red zoning it. But so. last year Facebook was littered with that crap. You're right. That's all I saw. Yeah. We're tagging each other in it. Like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. He's out of touch now, mate. He's not in the film room like no, he not. used to. He's got he's gotten lazy. He's not. Uh, 
Chiefs outgained the Titans 530 to 371 yards. Mahomes looked like himself, 446 for three touchdowns. They still couldn't get it done. Is it the D? Yes, it's the D. Is it just the D? I mean, anytime Ryan Tannehill puts up 35 against you, you know you're in trouble. Tech Titans moved to 5-5, five and five, uh, nipping at the heels of the Texans as well. That's a fun division. Yeah. AFC they're, they're a threat. I like the AFC South a lot. Uh, it's absolutely not the Chiefs offense. Tyreek Hill at 160 yards. Damian Williams you know, ran the ball well. And Mahomes has thrown 72%. It's this defense, whenever they need to make a play, is completely MIA. And it's going to be an issue for quite a while, and I can't see them heading deep into the playoffs with this defense. Uh, moving on to what we learned, and I'm going to start with Green Bay. Okay. Uh, and Aaron Jones is their most important player. Wow. It's a big call, but you, the look, most at, important you look at the games we've dominated or played well in, and Aaron Jones always plays well. He, he's the leader of this offense. When he's going, we are going, and Aaron Rodgers kind of makes up those in-between plays. He's not throwing for his usual yardage. He's a leader of this offense, Aaron Jones. And uh, he had three rushing touchdowns on the day, 11 for the year, equal with McCaffrey. Just a sneaky good number of touchdowns. Um, and the Green Bay D stood up against Kyle Allen in a big game at home. Well, which solidified my feeling about them for a bye in yeah, the NFC playoffs. You never want to go up against Kyle Allen, who's been backed into a corner. Uh, you don't. Carolina no one, Panthers, no one wants earlier in the week, uh, put Cam Newton on IR. He's done for the year. This is Kyle Allen's team. Dub Bears. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's looking all right. But at five and four, these Panthers, uh, it feels like they've really dropped <laughs> off a bit. There was a lot of heat on him a few weeks ago. We were feeling him. Now you, you lose that game in that fashion, which really hurts. Christian McCaffrey could not get the ball over the, uh, over the line mm. right at the end of the game in the snow. Controversial call, Chaz? No. I, what was the call? I didn't even know there was a call there. It was there, a clean there, play. Oh, there was a call. Christian McCaffrey at the goal line as time expired. And uh, it looked like he may have broken the plane, but he might not. But the call on the field was that he didn't. And that was the game. Yep. Well, the Panthers currently are not in the playoff hunt. I don't think they make it in the NFC South. Just produces New Orleans. Because I think, obviously, the Vikes are pack out of the NFC North. NFC East will be Philly. Ooh. And the, and the West will obviously be the Niners and Seahawks. You can't see anyone else getting in there. Uh, not feeling great about the Rams at the moment, mate. No, the Rams will not get in there. Who, not with that loss. Yeah, no. Who absolutely uh, stunk up the joint against the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Rams offense, they lose 12-17. to 4-5-4. to five and four. Steelers jump up to five and four. We we touched on the Minka Fitzpatrick trade being amazing for the Steelers, but the Rams also made a trade for a defensive back, Jalen Ramsey, and still early days, but we haven't quite seen that transformative defense that we were hoping for, right? Correct. Yeah, they had Aaron Donald back this week. Everyone was thinking we're going to see that Rams of old from last season, and they were so dominant. And I get what you mean. And Jalen Ramsey, he was he was covering Juju Smith-Schuster, kept him to just forty-four yards receiving, but. That whole kind of defense mentality you're not seeing with LA. And I don't know if that's feeding off the lack of production on the offensive side. They scored 12 points. You know, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers we're talking about here. This is not the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And, you know, they can't get anything going in the running game. I mean, Todd Gurley did have 73 yards, but Jared Goff, 243 for no touchdowns, two picks. It just seems like whenever Goff doesn't have an easy automatic play to Cooper Cup and has to make some, you know, some pretty ballsy throws. He's just not getting it done when they need him to. And this team looks nothing like the team that we saw make that massive run last year. 
And when we were watching him last year, it was it was magic. It was automatic. It, it was it was they're going to dial up a player that's going to go to Woods or Cup or or Brandon Cooks or Todd Gill in the backfield. And there's just nothing about this offense. Like you said with Philly, everything looks tough. Everything yeah. looks a bit robotic. It doesn't look fluid. And it's really kind of coming through. And now they're in this incredibly tough division. And I can't see it making it. As you say, uh, really stark contrast between where they were last year, where mm. Sean McVay was this boy genius going up against Bill Belichick. Let's see what happens. It's the Everyone's present dick versus last the year. future. No, no, no one wants to borrow him. No, no one speaks about him. And no. I feel like it's under the table a little bit right now. But Tony Romo of coaching. If they lose another couple of games, I think that people are going to be starting, starting to ask a couple of questions. Oh, no. no, no, no. Come on. Uh, Sean McVay is the I'm fucking love child. He'll be there. To, he'll be there until he's sixty-five. <laughs> if they he'll let be him there go until he is Wade Phillips. <laughs> until he wins a chip. If they let him go, he wins the Super Bowl. They will. No, nah, there's that's, no way. That's a good point. But you know, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Nah, golf, golf is the reason why. Really, and, and, questionable and decisions in the, in, in, in the front office. Well, you're not wrong about that. Golf really sputtering through the game. You gave his stats. Targeted Cooper Cup four times. Chaz didn't come down with Absolute. it once. Donuts in fantasy. Unbelievable stuff. Questioning my pick for him in the draft next year. Uh, another what we learned. Let's go to Thursday Night Football just quickly. John Gruden and what he's doing. Yeah. In the black, what he's doing in the black hole. Statement win against the Chargers. Uh, a really strong showing from their defense to ice the game. You know, keeping massive receivers in Mike Williams to minimal yardage. And the Raiders just keep getting wins. And they beat Someone important the other week. Who did they beat? Someone good. No, it was the Colts, actually. So well, that, that, beat, does, that doesn't mean shit. They've beaten the but Bears. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't beaten the Colts. They've beaten the Chargers. They've beaten really no one. They've beaten the middle-tier teams. They're right? doing what they need to. And they're getting it done. And yeah. they're 5-4. and four, But they're 5-4 and four compared to LA's 5-4. Oh, yeah. Four, uh, not the Chargers. They're a game behind the Chiefs. It's insane. One game? Yeah. Wow. 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 Nine? Nine? They're one game behind Kansas City. John Gruden's team. With fucking Derek Carr. It is unbelievable well, stuff. Mate, Derek Carr's looked the best he's looked in three years. Yeah, he's balling. There's no doubt about At that. At the start of the year, we were laughing about how, how soon John Gruden would want to move on from Derek Carr. It looks like Derek Carr might be going to Vegas, Chase. And guess who they host next week? The Cincinnati Bengals. Holy smokes. Six and, and four for these Raiders. And the Chiefs are at charges. That division could be all tied up Monday night. <sighs> unbelievable scenes. The Chiefs Chargers game is in Mexico, apparently. Well, what happens to Phil Rivers just quickly? Because obviously this season's a disappointment. They're four and six. Can't Every see them been a disappointment. making the playoff. <laughs> they finally move on or is he a lifer that they just keep trot, trotting He's out? He's a lifer. He puts bums on seats. He's going to get you some erratic fourth quarter performances. He puts eight bums on seats. Yeah. Like and that, that stadium, one of the great home fields you'll see in football. Is it sad I think they're having it in Mexico just because they don't want to have money enough football in that fucking soccer stadium. No, they, they couldn't fill up Amy Park. No, <laughs> it's a fucking piss take. Um, but anyway, John Gruden, what we're loving from him, and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, um, rookie, rookie of the year for mine. Uh, Kyler Murray, he's up there, but I, just a, I think Josh Jacobs is making this offense hum. Okay. I love him. Absolutely love him. You told, Chaz, you told me. Uh, Another what was confirmed, Lamar Jackson is a freak. Powerful stuff. Second down and three. Jackson takes it himself. Looking at him, back and forth. Oh, he broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage, and he's got a touchdown. He is Houdini. What a play. 47-yard touchdown run by the magical quarterback, Lamar Jackson. 
Not an overstatement. Kevin Harlan commentating like it's the game seven of the finals. He's <laughs> loving it. That spin move, that was disgusting. It was like it was Madden. It was Madden. People people always say oh, it's like a video game, he's a cheat code, blah, blah, blah. That was actually Madden. Like, that was cheat no code. No one does that in a real game. Every player like literally crumbled the other way, like you see in Madden. It was just it was it was, it was out of this world. And then yeah. he just turns on the Jets. And it was an incredible performance. We did mention his neck. Check out his post-game video and the way he speaks. Uh, it's a bit of the Mahomes kind of, thank God he can play type vibe. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, 49 to 10 against the Bengals. Not much of a showing from them. I don't even know he's playing quarterback anymore. Yeah, well, they've, they've, Finley. they've officially um, put the red rifle back on the rack. He's ah. no longer calling the shots at quarterback. Poor if... Tua. He's got to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. uh, or it could be that other Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Let's not sleep on Big Joey. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, yeah, tough, tough one for the Bengals. Obviously, um, I mean, <laughs> you can't be disappointed when you're already this shit. Oh, they had 13. My bad. Not 10. Um, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. A, put a incredible bit of showing there, from though. the Ravens. Uh, Lamar, a perfect passer rating, continues to dominate. MVP discussion, I think, with the Monday night game with, with Russ doing what he did. Still the front runner. But Lamar is certainly hot on his heels. I love the fact this Ravens team is a legitimate chance to knock off the Pats, and they've already done it this year. Yeah. Uh, seeing any team in the AFC that can be a threat to New England gives me a heart on. Um, and that's good to see. I think they're up there. Not for anyone, but it's good It's good for the Ravens. Um, top five teams to watch play yep. for me at the moment. I think Ravens have got to be number one. Across the league? Yep. Yep. I'd potentially... I want to put the Raiders up there, but I can't put them in no, two. Fuck. But they're in the top five you... for me. <laughs> I love watching the no. Raiders. There needs to be enough sound. No. That's the most enough thing you've said all year. Uh, let me let me uh, see if I can. I don't have enough sound. I've just got the the Raiders. The Raiders, because you got Jacobs in fantasy. That's all you care about. There's that is partly true. The Raiders suck. Watching so John bad. Gruden on the sideline. They're five and four. We're just yeah, singing yeah, their that, praises. Does that play? He's got that devastated face. He's, he's, got, he, he's got one of the best devastated faces and yeah. the best, fuck yeah, I'm a genius faces. Yeah. Like, depending no. on how the play goes. Yeah. Um, no. Okay, who would you put it to? 49ers. Love their style. Wow, no. Ravens. No stars. Niners. But I love the way they play. love the chemistry. Uh, obviously, Green Bay at three. Uh, then I'll probably have not Seattle. They're a bit boring. Nah, Saints are boring. Uh, you know what? In a weird way, I kind of like watching the Vikings and Dalvin Cook. The wow. Way, the way he runs. So that outweighs like watching, Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is more watchable than, and, than Derek Carr. And Hans Zimmer's face. Yeah. I love that those cheeky red jigs. But uh, yeah, that that's my four. Maybe the cards at five. I think Carl Murray gives you something. Cliff Kingsbury. That is fun. I like what they're doing. They're now three, five, and one. Always good to see a loss. I'm liking what I'm seeing. <laughs> but uh, really taking, taking their chances. On the Vikings, that's one of my, one of my last, uh, what we learned. Great. Uh, and that is that Kirk Cousins has finally overcome the primetime demons. It's true. With a clutch win in Dallas. It's true. It was a huge to game Jason Garrett. for uh, Sunday night football. Let's get that theme going. Oh, Sunday night. It wasn't Troy Eggman and Joe Barker. It's Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels. And I got to say, Chaz. Uh, no, Chaz darked him during the week. No, that's correct. <laughs> as, uh, as an Eagles fan, it was a great watch. Yeah. And Absolutely great. loved we, it. We watched that uh, touchdown to Carl Rudolph. And Chris, one, of, one of your great. Chris Collinsworth frothing that. One uh, of your great draft picks, Carl Rudolph. Carl Rudolph. One of the great tight ends. 
Uh, and Kirk, with a lot of help from Dalvin Cook, of course, leading the Vikes to a massive win. Sunday Night Football, a game behind the pack. Jason Garrett's time management post two-minute warning is beyond comprehension. That's uh, questionable. Some seriously questionable calls from their end. And obviously, you being the Philly fan, a massive, massive loss for the Cowboys. Uh, and they so, have a, a relatively tough schedule compared to the Eagles' cream puff. And astonishingly, Philly will be in the playoffs most likely, and they'll probably be the worst team in the playoffs. Well, I wouldn't say most likely, and we were meant to be the worst team in the playoffs last year, knocked off the Bears, and almost... Upset the Saints if it weren't for a drop, but uh, I yeah I do like uh, I do like Philly's chances. Just looking at this schedule for the Dallas Cowboys after that loss, uh, they will have to go and face the uh, bye. Uh, no, <laughs> no, the Detroit Lions, the reeling Lions, who may or may not have Matthew Stafford. Now Matt Patrish. He's got he's dialing up some things down yeah. there. Then they got New England, Buffalo, pretty winnable. Chicago, uh, who knows? They win Buffalo, Chicago, um, L.A. Rams, Philadelphia. That. Oh, they win that. Washington. Are you sure they're scheduled be five and two? That's a piss take. I don't know. Who, I don't know who told me that, but someone said Phillies was easy. I don't know why, but that, that's five and two. Uh, let me let me reel off Phillies. We'll see where they're at. And they've got the the Dallas Cowboys at home by the bye. Doesn't, so they've got New England. Shit. They're that bad. They've got New England. Loss. Seattle. Loss. Miami. Could be a loss. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is okay, at hard. You're, that one is at, you're, you're one and two. That is ha- at Hard Rock Stadium, so tough spot That's to play. A loss. <laughs> New, New York Giants. Ooh, where's that? <laughs> <laughs> at the link. The link. No, two and two. Uh, Washington. <laughs> three and two. Dallas. Three and three. Giants, MetLife. Ooh, four and three. So You'll miss out by one game. You're looking at nine and seven. So it really, Cowboys. really comes to that Cowboys game. Yeah. That okay. game will decide it based on what we've just been through there. Well, we broke it down pretty comprehensively there. I don't I think, think anyone else sense. is going to bring it down for you. No, not, not to that level. Um, um, circling back, though, yeah, the uh, Dalvin Cook-led Vikings are a lot of fun to watch. And I think Kirk Cousins is doing exactly what he needs to do. Yep. Game um, managing. Yep. Not throwing picks. Not throwing picks. It was a great game. Yep. 22 220 yards. Uh, perfect game for me because I'm in a tough spot. I got Dak starting for me uh, in my fantasy, but yeah. uh, he played a blinder and they still lost, which I love. Perfect result. Ezekiel Elliott looked a bit shit, Chaz. Yeah, and he has been shit. His haircut shit. His nose piercing shit. A lot too many Everything nose piercings. Everything about him sucks at the moment. Do you reckon co- uh, running backs who get nose piercings tend to regress in year three or four? Please Seems give me another example. Alvin Kamara this year. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't had a massive injury. He has regressed, and <laughs> I don't give a fuck what the medical team is saying. That no, nose piercing that's regression. is an issue. I think Sean Payton that, that Sean, needs to Sean go. Sean Payton would have sussed him out. Um, <laughs> let's move on to what shocked us, uh, and it's give not... me the, give me the shockers, mate. Oh, tell uh, me, tell me. What were the shockers? It's not all breezy in the Big Easy. Oh, oh that's a headline you can take to the bank. Sydney Drew Morning Breeze. Herald. Not looking too sharp in relief of Teddy Bridgewater after no, the bye. I think we bring back Ted. Wow. I think it's a bit of a Matt Moore QB sitch in yeah. New Orleans. But uh, what was more surprising that the Atlanta Falcons actually have a defense. They had six sacks on Breeze, the most ever wow. conceded against Wait. Drew Brees. Most, most Drew Brees has ever had six sacks. Really? Yeah. That's insane. Incredible scenes uh, in New Orleans. Obviously, I had Drew Brees starting for me in fantasy. Thought it was a bona fide 35 points. 
and the Falcons just kept producing stops. This Saints team never looked in rhythm. Kamara, as we said, clearly not 100%, wasn't really a factor throughout the whole game. And Michael Thomas, literally the only guy catching balls, quickest in history to get 400 receptions. Wow. Not bad. And that was about it. And, uh, if what? Jared Cook's not catching is it that many balls and Ted Ginn isn't coming through, this Saints offense isn't really humming. And yeah. uh, their defense gave up a few nice plays to Julio. So a few questions for the Saints and a disturbing loss considering just how bad Atlanta are. Yeah, I mean, they obviously stink. And I don't think they're about to go through a big turnaround. Uh, let's hope this doesn't save Dan Quinn's job and put these Atlanta fans I think fans it might. Through I think it's an Eli Manning job. Another year. Um <laughs> You probably shouldn't have dropped Matt Ryan, though, mate. Oh, I regret that in fantasy, yeah. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Very dangerous. Starting to produce some nice performances. I think he had 16. Yeah, he might have had 15, 16, mm. give or take. Yeah, huge. We need to see more from the receiving core of uh, the Saints. Obviously, Alvin Kamara doing a little bit there. Jared Cook making things happen. Michael Thomas is a freak. But you don't have a wide receiver, too. Uh, they targeted Ted Ginn three times. No catches. Uh, who was it? The, t- Telvin? Someone Smith? Tory Smith? Yeah, uh, Tequarius Smith or something. Tequarius? Jesus Christ. Trayvon. Yeah. It's probably Trayvon or Tequarius or, oh, way, or, hey. or Equinemius. Now, Equinemius I, Smith. I saw a video of Des Bryant uh, warming up. This could be a late season signing for the Saints. For the second year in a row, they bring back Des. Uh, uh, he may do his ACL. Ah! <laughs> I just threw up the X. Yeah, I was going to say, it's audio medium. Uh, he did throw up the X. Uh, yeah. But Des, he's out there. <laughs> For someone to pick up. Yeah. And, and he's tweeting regularly from the couch, I'm out there. Wow. And I'm back. Well, nothing says this play is about to get signed, like tweeting regularly from your couch. Similar to AB. Yeah. He's doing a bit, isn't yeah. he? Good to see him with his ads, really getting involved. I thought Philly might target one of those two, but they actually signed yeah. Jordan Matthews, which I don't hate. Yeah, no. Sure hands. Yep. Love that. Uh, interesting stuff. But, yes, the Saints, a bit of an issue. We expect they'll get back on track next week. They do head to Raymond Jane Stadium to take on Jemais Winston. Wow. All I do is Winston. Are those 10 so that, bucks. So we're coming off a big victory. That will be a test. They just knocked off the cards. They're feeling good about themselves in the Bruce Arians Bowl. So we move forward to number two, and that is that Mitch Trubisky can throw a football. Sorry, what was that, Troy? He starts to come, and then he pulls out. <laughs> and that is every, again. every Bears fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Troy, back on the line. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I thought we hung up on you 40 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky can throw, yes, against a Detroit team that's missing some of its best players on defense. And they've got like 16, 16 injuries or something. Which is tough when you've only got 11 men on the field. Yeah. Um, but that, that's... Matt Patrish with a few issues. Um, he but made he... the controversial call of actually sitting Stafford this week. Well, he uh, does have a, a back issue. Broken back. Yeah. Well, so, controversial know. call, putting him on the pod. <laughs> Wasn't sure about that one, Jess. Can he play? <laughs> and he started Jeff Driscoll. Uh, Is that like a, a dad in a Christmas movie? Driscoll? Driscoll sounds, sounds like, like he, he doesn't embrace like he's, Christmas. He's forgotten his whole family. Yeah. A real jingle all the way vibe from Jeff Driscoll. So Drisk did not get the chockies at Soldier Field. I can't even say He words. was also their leading rusher, which is a concern <laughs> uh, with 37 on the ground. <laughs> oh, thank God they're in the north. Uh, but um, yeah, but Trubisk started slow and then threw three touchdowns. And then their last five drives, I think, were punt, 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 punt. Okay, so maybe he's consistent. A fumble. So he's 
he's giving the fans what you know a little taste, and then he's butchering it, which is great. And those three but touchdowns saved his they job. They only had 226 total yards. The Bears against one of the league's most atrocious defenses. Uh, so the Bears, who we thought they were, they're a rubbish, just below 500 team. Yep. Um, so what and was the shock? Stafford sitting was your shock. No, the shock was that Mitch Trubisky threw a football. Oh, that's fair. And Stafford sitting. Yep. And he threw for over a yard. I don't know if you remember yeah. last week. I was in Japan. But I did hear that in the first half, Matt Nagy's yeah, offense like produced one total yard yeah. passing, which is yeah. not ideal in, so, in, in this past happy league. Sean Caliber-esque figures from the nag. Um, <laughs> but uh, now nah, Driscoll, didn't mind him. Uh, did a bit. Did a bit. Great on the ground, uh, through yeah. the air. You did know, bourbon, 27 of Bourbon Whiskle. Ooh. Not bad. I'm trying to think of some Driscolls. Not, Driscoll. Uh, he, yeah. uh, 269 on the year, through the air. Uh, but... You still working on that? You keep working on that, Driscoll. <laughs> I can't see him stealing the job from Stafford. I've got a feel for Detroit I, Lions fans uh, yeah. because you know, you obviously, you lose Carry on Johnson, you lose Matt Stafford, you lose half the defense. Carry on Johnson. Well, you try Seven and carry on my my <laughs> wayward son, but uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you know, you fall to three, five, and one, and you got to think uh, the playoff hopes are done. They're dashed. Yeah, Patrice, looking forward to next year. Um, <laughs> Sharpen your pencils. I think they're calling Josh McDaniels for a potential head coaching job. Hey, Romeo um, Cronella get a job. Yeah. But uh, that was it for my shocked. No other real stunning results. Um, we've covered Bucks. I think we've, cards, I think we've touched everything. Convincing. We've, I think we've covered every game. Uh, so, uh, lovely. Uh, little recap there. Um, uh, absolute delight. Mate. And, yeah. But uh, and then we both had you know, wins in fantasy, obviously. So well, I wanted to. I a think strong we, week. I think we jump jump into the uh, the fantasy, the fantasy pool. Um, obviously, we've got a lot to talk about. I've had Why is that song? because I how is that related? I went to, fantasy? to I went to Japan because I'm a pimp. That's right. I don't have a lot of sounds on this soundboard, and I just thought, I you know what, I'm gonna ride it. <laughs> R&B Fridays here on the Fox. As good as your vibe playoff team segment. (laughs) 29. (laughs) One of the great segs. Uh, Fantasy corner. Chaz, uh, I went to Japan. I was a bit worried about my fantasy because I was leading both leagues. But I was like, am I going to be able to hold on in international waters? Will international data cost me? No, I've gone 6-0 in the three weeks. At absolutely dominating. Chaz, can anyone beat me? Are you me? talking I mean, about... I was just about to be like excited for you, and then I realized you're talking about... Oh, your other league, yeah. I'm talking so about first, two, two leagues. in both leagues. Yep. Can I be stopped? I don't Not think so. Not by Penn. Tell you that. I don't think so. Absolutely mopped him up today. Never in doubt. Yep. Uh, There's some absolute... We're, yeah. We're dealing with nuffies in our league, but <laughs> um, it's good that the top three are solidified. I just don't think you want to play me come playoffs, because Breeze will be hot. And uh, well, after this week, I'm I'm feeling a bit more confident about going up against Drew Brees. Falcons but, day. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but anyway, we're not going to dwell on fantasy because this is not exactly entertaining stuff. You're going through your points and the fact that you're first. Um, well, I mean, I'm pretty happy. But that's all I wanted to bring up. That's how you finish. Any, anything else to where uh, you're at? Anything to yeah. Anything else to add? Well, uh, you know, I think there's some exciting games this week. <laughs> that's up there with in the books. <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of good games coming up next week. It is the NFL. Uh, <laughs> every game counts. I think the game of the week, Bills-Dolphins or Jets-Redskins? Jets-Redskins for mine. Yeah, um, at Redskins. Wow. So Dwayne against Jamal. Cards, right? Bengals-Raiders as well could get a bit done. Uh, there are some fucking stinkers this week. The only decent game I can see here, Patriots at, at Eagles and Texans at Ravens. That's it. It's crap. Well, they're big. Those two are huge. Bears-Rams Sunday night. What a treat. Mitch Trubisky. Bears-Rams Sunday night. Yeah. Trubisky, Goff. Fuck. <laughs> if you're a Rams fan, what would you do? Hey, come on. NFL would have said week week 11. That's a fucking they would ultimate. Have, oh, they would have been circling that. Yeah. Absolutely. But what, what do you do? Would you rather... I should have a rolling fixture. I shouldn't w- have would you set. rather have Jared Goff... Don't ask With that. his contract. Or Trubisky. Or Trubisky, Trubisky. Knowing that you could get rid of him. Trubisky. Wow. Whoa, Cam. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> wow. That's Cam a... Newton and Khalil Mack on the same team. It's sickening. You're excited for this Cam Newton. Get Cody Parkey back. Yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd get around Brian that Brian see what he's doing. Where could you put Marcus Mariota, Chaz? Uh, I could definitely see him backing up in uh, Cincinnati. Yep. I could see him in Miami. If they don't get the yeah, quarterback they want. Another, another year. Fucking spud. We need someone who can't throw for as many yards as Ryan Fitzpatrick. We need to downgrade. Or the Bucks. I could see it. You straight see. straight swap. Titans, Jameis. Titans get Jameis. Don't don't hate that for either side. <laughs> A fresh start. You don't see the straight swap of quarterbacks very Keep often. the fans happy, but uh, anyway, Packers get a nice little buy, and that's all that really matters. So great buy should come out of that. Nice little wrap good. up, but exciting stuff. I reckon that bad, but it's bad wraps up. Yeah, just bad wraps up, Jess. <laughs> great stuff. We'll see you next week. Bye.